Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. This is Dr. Ron, and no matter who else calls themselves the doctor in the house, we are the only one that are in the house. I am the only one. Hello, everybody. Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Welcome to a Saturday podcast. Again, on COVID, Pinocchio, and have we been lied to and to have people died because of these lies. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're... My gosh, thank you so much. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Ladies and gentlemen, I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, and I am very grateful to the founder of Feedspot, who has selected our podcast to be one of the top 50 doctor podcasts on the web. You can see that at feedspot.com doctor podcast. So I want to thank uh, those over there for that, that honor. And it is accepted with an attitude of gratitude. And again, ladies and gentlemen, more than ever, you have to make informed consensus of what's going on in this, in this world. And as we're seeing about all the lies and manipulation that has taken place this past year that have caused lot people to die, caused businesses to go bankrupt. More than ever, you need to be informed. And that's why I do this podcast. You have to be the CEO of your own body because you have a right to ask questions, get answers before anything is done to your body, before you make any move. If someone doesn't answer your questions, fire them, move on. So use your logic, which will ground you and stabilize you and allow you to analyze situations so you can see whether they're true or false and use your imagination to allow you to see a greater vision for your life. And then you can work toward the fulfillment of that vision. Just a personal note. Two weeks ago, because, uh, you know, even though I try to practice everything I tell my audience, uh, I was under a lot of stress. And so I went to the beach. And uh, usually I check the tide and I check uh, the weather forecast to see if there's a lot of 
red tide or blue green algae well this day i was so so stressed i just hopped in my vehicle went to the beach got my book and uh, laid down on the sand after about 20 minutes i got quite congested and maybe you heard uh, my uh, podcast on allergies i was congested that day well that night i took a dose of ivermectin which uh, those of you have listened to me know that it is one cc per 100 pounds or if you weigh 50 pounds it's a half a cc I woke up Wednesday morning, a new person, back to my old self. No, no headache, no sinus congestion, no nasal congestion. So I ran this by my dear friend, Dr. William Wong. And he said, wow, great to hear it. Maybe another function for this miracle drug, ivermectin. And he writes me this. Recent studies suggest that significant exposure to high levels of cyanobacteria-producing toxins, that's the blue-green algae, can cause amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. That's the Lou Gehrig's disease. And he gave me some references about that. He says that leads to speculation. If the ivermectin can kill whatever sparks ALS, what a find that would be. And he asked permission to use that information. Of course, I said, yes, go ahead and do it. So ivermectin, which I've been taking every two weeks during this uh, scamdemic, because I do some traveling and, and around a lot of people, uh, we may have found something. We may have found something, ladies and gentlemen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And... Um, we know we had a, a listener who had trouble getting her uh, medication because her physician said you cannot get your medication unless you have the uh, COVID gene-altering experimental injection. Well, she's working through that. She uh, has a lot of issues, and she doesn't want to go the lawyer route at this time, but hopefully she has written uh, her letter. I told you about aspirin and brain bleeds. You know, just be very careful. I want to talk to you about on Thursday, uh, I will be recording a podcast with Dr. Wong, and we're going to talk about blood donations and organ donations in recent, because the recent evidence from the Salk Institute that is showing that it is the spike protein that is toxic and causes the symptoms of COVID, not the virus. In fact, they have never identified the full virus. So it is the spike protein that causes it. It's noted now that this spike protein gets into the bloodstream. How does it affect non-vaccinated people if they need a blood transfusion? How does an organ from a vaccinated person react when it goes into the body of an unvaccinated person. So these are um, discussions we will have. We also have a, we will have a discussion with uh, uh, Professor Brian Peskin regarding parent essential oils. And I know there's a big, big discussion about fish oils, but believe me, ladies and gentlemen, they are toxic. They are antifreeze for cold water fish. And we'll talk about the hows and whys, the parent essential oils work, uh, and why the omega-3 derivatives of fish oil do not work. Uh, Professor Peskin will explain where these uh, essential oils reside and how much you really need and why you why you are being poisoned if you're taking fish oils, and especially, especially if you're taking the prescription variety. So, you know, is ivermectin the new penicillin? It could be. Uh, in fact, uh, best-selling author Michael Capuzzo has called it the drug that cracked COVID. 
because it, it has helped hundreds of thousands and actually millions of people around the world to live and not die. To that end, Dr. Justice R. Hope, MD, asks in the Desert Review, quote, is ivermectin the new penicillin? So in India, the states that allow ivermectin have, con- have seen a continuing decrease in deaths, while those that forbid it are seeing increases. And I got the I have the numbers for that, but that's that's just that that is the the bottom line. And other writers are also saying, in Forbes actually, is ivermectin the new hydroxychloroquine? Okay, so why am I bringing this up? Well, as all of you. Anybody, I don't really watch that much television, but I do a lot of reading. And we know that phony Fauci is taking a fall. He is the Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. He is taking a fall. Uh, Thanks to Dr. Rand Paul, who started exposing uh, this fraud, who has over 100 hours on television since January. I think that was the, the number last last month. So it's even more now. You see that he gets 1000 emails a day that he answers. Well, how much time does he have not to not be a bureaucrat and and not to influence whatever else is going on in the lives of people here in the United States and around the world? So I think the first thing we should do is just let me give you some of the latest statistics from VAERS, the Vaccine Event Reporting System. It comes out every Friday, and it's, and it's a couple months behind in tabulating. And only 1% to 10% of people report to this system, which is voluntary. But Friday's data up to May 28th showed that there were 294,801 total adverse events. That included 5,165 deaths, which was another increase of 759 over the previous week. Of those 294 plus thousand, 25,359 were classified as serious, and that's up again. And in among 12 to 17 year olds, there were 40 reports of heart inflammation and 16 cases of blood clotting disorders. So you probably hear it's no big deal. Well, it is a big deal if it's your son or daughter. They say it's no big deal because 292.1 million COVID vaccine, which is not a vaccine, it's a gene-altering therapy, which is going to cause millions of deaths in two years. This vaccine, uh, 292.1 million have been administered as of May 28th. 123 million doses of Moderna, 158 million of Pfizer, 11 million of J&J. You know, when deaths occur, sometimes within 48 hours, in fact, 24%, 16% within 24 hours. Still think it's safe and effective, uh, phony Fauci, who probably got injected with uh, saline and never took the, the, the stuff himself. 17% of the deaths were related to cardiac disorders. So, And now we know, uh, and from the esteemed Salk Institute, that this spike protein gets into the circulation and causes clots, thrombosis, inflammation. It gets into the, the organs, the spleen, the liver, the lungs, the testicles, the ovaries. We know that now. The average age of death was 74.4. And of course, there's been reports of uh, Bell's palsy, 
herpes zoster, Guillain-Barre syndrome, anaphylaxis, and of course the blood clotting disorders, which Dr. Judy Mikovits had predicted a year ago. And she pre further predicts Bell's palsy, autism, Parkinson's disease, neurodegenerative diseases as a result of the gene-altering shot. Well, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, Fauci, but I want to put things in perspective because this is, this is where we are now. We are in a period where we have been abused and used. Remember this all started out with Fauci and Burks coming up with a, a modeler from England, Neil Ferguson. He predicted over a million deaths in the United States. The man has never been right in his, in his career. He is a fake modeler, never been correct. Of course, the powers that be were upset. And, you know, we had the lockdowns and so forth, which were a complete waste except to destroy people's lives. So they had everybody in a fear mode. And then they came up with this PCR test, which was over 90% false positive because they were running it at 40 cycle thresholds. People went to get the test with no symptoms and were told they, they had a positive test. Therefore, they were counted as COVID when it was just a positive test, not a COVID syndrome. The inventor of that test says it was never, ever meant to diagnose disease. He said, and almost any virus or any viral particle could be found if you cycle it enough times. Mysteriously enough, he died last, uh, last year when, when he started criticizing Fauci. Think about it. So we had a fake modeler. We had a fake test. And Portugal was the only country that recognized how fake it was and outlawed the PCR test. Then we had therapies, which Fauci knew about. We had hydroxychloroquine, which he knows and knew and it looks like in his emails, advises family to keep stock of hydroxychloroquine. We had ivermectin. It's been around for a long time. Antiparasitic drug that we know works in a lot of instances. Steroids. But what does Fauci and the crew do? They say we have no double blind studies, so don't use it. So what do physicians do? Instead of strapping on a set of testicles and doing it anyway, they bow to the God almighty phony Fauci. How many hundreds of thousands of lives could have been saved if hydroxychloroquine was used within the first three days of any viral symptoms like COVID? And do you know that fentanyl is produced at Wuhan also? And what drug do they give people that have uh, that are put on ventilators? They give them fentanyl, combination of fentanyl and their incompetence and not, of knowing about Boyle's law. Ninety-seven plus percent of people on ventilators died. I mean, you could be paranoid and say that they wanted to get rid of fentanyl out of Wuhan, also, but. Wuhan is a big producer of fentanyl and ships it all over the world. But they had a viral cover story for that. So we had a modeler, we had a fake test, and then we had fear. We told people to stay inside. And elderly people kept inside in fear have decreased immune systems. And what happens to them? They die. They don't get their cardiology checkup. They don't get their cancer checkup. They're afraid to go out. They, they are deprived of vitamin D, which even phony Fauci says he, he advises people to take. No sunlight. Kept inside in fear.
Did they get us? Did they get us? And without ever discovering the full viral genome, did they play us well? And when you look at the total deaths from 2018 to 2020, no difference. CDC numbers, not mine. So there was a, uh, I have a, num a note here on my desk. USA, all deaths 2018 versus 2020. 2018, 2,839,205. 2020, 2,465,323. Show me the bodies. As I've asked people that complain about vitamins, show me the bodies of people that took vitamins. Not only that, the CDC changed its definition of how to list a person who died of COVID. If the physician even thought about it and put it on the death certificate, it was a, counted as a COVID death. And that was important for the hospitals because they got paid extra. They got paid extra for COVID deaths. They got paid extra for people put on ventilators. So we had a lot of positive tests. We had the, the John Hopkins and the newscaster saying every day how many cases of COVID when they were not case, they were only positive tests. And then they said, well, we have a vaccine. Well, the vaccine, ladies and gentlemen, is not a vaccine. They had to change the definition of a vaccine. It is a gene altering therapy that has never been tried on human beings with any success, with no, with no success at all. It went from the computer screen basically into your arm. So what did they do then? Well, then the next step in this, in this scheme, they said that 40 cycle threshold was too high. We have to knock it down to 20. Of course, when you knock it down to 20, you don't get as many false positives. So now the, the, the line goes, well, the vaccines are making a difference. But how about all the deaths I just told you about? Did they make a difference? All the cases of HIV, all the positive COVID cases like you saw with the New York Yankees. So we have to ask ourselves, so did anyone actually die of COVID? Time will tell, analysis will tell. And then the CDC comes out and says that only 5% of the total number of listed COVID deaths were from COVID alone that 95% or more of COVID deaths were listed with multiple comorbidities. In other words, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, cancer. All the flu cases were, in my opinion, classified as COVID. Hospitals got an extra 1,500 just for saying that. And 48,000 if they put them on a ventilator. We had the most liberal definition of death caused by COVID. If you tested positive and died of any cause within 60 days of that test, you got it. You died of COVID. And of course, Phony Fauci was a spokesperson for all of this. Did anybody ask him as of yet how many patents he owns? How much money did, has he been making off the Moderna vaccine? And I use that word loose, loosely, ladies and gentlemen. It is not a vaccine. It does not prevent you from getting COVID. It does not prevent you from transmitting COVID. It has a lot of side effects. And the longer we're, 
We're seeing this drug out there. We're seeing all of the neurological. How many, I live in an in a elderly community and I can't tell you how many people are, are complaining of vertigo. How many complete people are complaining of headache? And we haven't even been to the flu season where these, the, those that are vaccinated are challenged with a real virus. And I hope that uh, Judy Mankiewicz and the rest of the uh, scientists are wrong, but they say that we're in for some bad trouble this, this year because of anti antibody dependent enhancement. And of course, Fauci said this kitten couldn't come from a lab, but scientists around the world have shown that the spike protein had to be manufactured. It does not occur in nature. So what, what, and who does phony Fauci represent? He's definitely not a scientist. He's definitely not a scientist. Good, because scientists like to have discussions. Because science is never settled and scientists enjoy the getting to the root cause of whatever they're studying. The main purpose of science is to question and attack. Subject ideas to scrutiny. And when you think of Fauci shutting down debate, stifling it. Well, he might be a traitor in more than one sense because of his allegiance with the Chinese Communist Party, but he's a traitor to science. He's an assassin of progress. And you know, all the false publishing, I mean, you know, I've been a physician now for 61 years. And I never thought that I could not put my faith and trust in, in, in journals of medicine, but they all have been compromised by big pharma and outside interest. When the, the Lancet can produce and publish an article that was just made up, there were no, there were they were all made up numbers. They had to retract it. JAMA did the same thing on hydroxychloroquine. How can you pre, how can you trust them? Maybe the British Medical Journal has Peter Dushi on the board he, because he questioned even the ninety five percent efficacy that Pfizer was saying, and he. he his analysis showed it was quite not, not, not even half that, but you know, you can't re believe these, this peer review system was a weapon that we used against us. So did these so-called experts create a barrier for us to change? Did they create a barrier for physicians on the front line who are treating Patients, did they create a barrier for them to actually cure people? And if you have therapeutics, if you have ivermectin, if you have hydroxychloroquine, if you have steroids, if you have natural therapies like intravenous vitamin C, if you have all this, why the need to inject everybody? What is in this vaccine that is making it the holy grail? Why do they want everybody injected? Are there nanobots in this lipid coating? I don't know the answer, but I have the questions. Our whole system has really been adulterated by the so-called experts that have not really advanced science in this, in this past year or, or prior. Grant applications, I understand, and manuscripts are, are, are bogus. There are too many experts. Now, expertise, expertise in an area is great, but having too many experts is a different matter. We had a lot of them, right, this past year? You know them from watching television. Then we have the WHO, who is beholding to China. We have the CDC, 
whose business model is selling vaccines, that have a vested interest in vaccines. They make millions and they own patents on vaccines. So can you believe anything you read? Can you believe anything you get from mainstream? Because these people on on television are just reading a script that's handed down from the main office. There is no investigative journalism. Look at how they are trying to cover their butts by saying that COVID was a natural disaster and not man-made. Nonsense, because Experts from around the world had had said had, had been telling us differently, but they were silenced. They could not get. They could not be heard. Facebook, Twitter, all the big uh, social media cut off everybody. But what they wanted you to hear, they wanted you to be in fear. They wanted you not to go out of your house. They wanted you to get weakened immunity. So maybe you know. If you can be paranoid about it, they want to come up with another pill for your ill. Have you as a client for life. Remember, we were told this virus spread by touching contaminated surfaces. Well, really? How to wear a mask. We were told asymptomatic people could pass it on. All lies based on nothing. We were told it spread through droplets and not aerosols. A lie. That's garbage. Now I know why phony Fauci wants to wear two and three and four masks. He wants to cover up that Pinocchio nose of his. Yet, I don't see a lot of outrage. I don't see a lot of outrage. Are we returning to the dark ages? I hope not. I hope that this light that's been shining on on Fauci is the start of light coming into the world. I really do. Uh, And these these emails from phony Fauci, incredible. He knew all along, ladies and gentlemen. He knew about the lab leak theory from other scientists. And remember, although not directly, it seems like indirectly, he gave the Wuhan lab over three and a half million dollars. He sent his own scientists over there to work. But that type of information was censored by big tech companies. You'll have to look at some emails that he received thanking him for debunking the lab origin of the of the virus. So we're realizing that this wasn't really a very scientific process. Yeah, we had the government. We have the highest paid bureaucrat in the in our government, phony Fauci. We have the mainstream media. We have WHO, CDC, complicit with no real journalism that figured this out. We had virologists that wanted to come forward in Hong Kong, but they they all of a sudden disappeared. I wonder why. Now, these same researchers are starting to change their mind, huh? About the COVID, COVID lab leak theory. And why you can't trust Lancet or the other journals? Because even in March of 2020, Lancet published an article stating that COVID's origins are natural. So after that, people, they they, they, uh, suggest that people stand together and strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 
does not have a natural origin. Get that, that, that letter you'll find has a lot of conflicts of interest in it. So either phony Fauci is a, is a dumb piece of you know what, he's covering up something, or he's working for people that have uh, some leverage over him. But in any case, because of the events of the, that have taken place since this started, he has to be held responsible. He has to be held responsible for 10 and 12-year-olds and younger kids getting an injection of something that is experimental. That's something Hitler would do. We shouldn't be doing that in the United States. There should be more daylight so that you go into one store, you have to wear a mask. Go into another store, you don't have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask when you work, walk into a restaurant. But all of a sudden, the virus goes away when you sit down at the table. And what do we know about shedding and spreading? You know, when you're injected with this spike protein... Do you shed it and do you spread it? We need answers, ladies and gentlemen. We need answers so we can get on with our lives and make the United States the best again. And then what do we do with those that are vaccinated that may want to donate blood? We'll discuss that with Dr. Wong. And we have to discuss, can the spike protein from this injection cause organ damage? Because it was, it was presumed that you put this thing in your arm, your deltoid muscle, and it would be, behave just like a regular vaccine. But this, this, this uh, spike protein has envelopes on it. And one of the envelopes is HIV. Another envelope is a cancer causing Mike, uh, monkey virus, an XLM, XLMR virus. One cancer research said, quote, we made a big mistake. We didn't realize it until now. We thought the spike protein was a great target antigen. We never knew the spike protein itself was a toxin and was a pathogenic protein. So by vaccinating people, we are inadvertently inoculating them with a toxin. Something foreign to our body. So now we have to find out where, where this toxic spike protein goes. We know it crosses the blood-brain barrier, and that has me quite upset because there it can put your brain on fire and cause ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's disease, strokes. We are in phase three of, a, of an experimental shot that we have to see what the uh, end result is. And I hope that the scientists that know about this, including Dr. Mikovits, are wrong and that 50 million people will not die in the next two years. I hope that a lot of kids that get this shot are not going to die of myocarditis and heart problems, including bleeding, clotting that's associated with this spike protein and these envelopes that are around it. And Although this lipid coating is supposed to uh, release mRNA and have our DNA make antibodies to it, does it ever shut off? We don't know, but we do know it's in the blood now. And we do know it crosses the blood-brain barrier. How much brain damage? How much cardiac damage? If you listen to my podcast on a crisis in humanity... I really didn't have a full understanding of how this shot attaches to the ovary and the, the testicles. 
So if we, according to the studies I talked about, by 2045, we were not going to have any more children. Well, if young kids get this shot now and it goes to the testicles and causes damage, it may occur sooner. So, you see uh, how depressing this is once you get to know all the facts, but we can't let it get us depressed because we have to go forward. We have to use all the supplements that we know about and talked about. Dr. Sinef from MIT, an expert on glyphosate said it is now clear that the vaccine content is being delivered to the spleen and other glands, including the ovaries, the adrenal glands, and into the bloodstream, causing systemic damage. And all and all it all has to do with the ACE2 receptors, which are common in the heart, the brain, the ovaries, and the testes. Now, there are physicians speaking up against this, okay? But they're being highly, highly censored. So now, all of a sudden, people are saying, boy, we made a big mistake. Well, with help, and expertise and having a positive attitude and seeing the light, we're going to get through this. Fauci lied, ladies and gentlemen, and his lies may have caused innumerable deaths. He knew about the gain of function research. He in 2012 actually said it would be good. They shut it down in the United States, but that didn't bother him. He went to Wuhan. So one thing I gotta—I am doing, and I want you to do, stop trust, trusting the so-called experts that they just see on television day in and day out. Think about the history of where we've been this past year. And it started out with a modeler and a PCR test and some huge, huge lies. I'll tell you, this really uh, is upsetting. It really is upsetting when you look at the number of deaths. And people will say, oh, it's only a small percentage. But you know what? If it's not doing any good, if we're not moving our humanity forward. And hi, Doobie. I just got back here to see this page. And thank you, uh, Dr. T, for your comments. So if you are, if you have taken the jab, what do you do? What do you do? Well, there's some things that are out there that is possible if you made that mistake and got the jab. And one of the things that I'll tell you about is pine bark needles. Organic pine bark needles. You make a tea out of them. This comes from a biochemist who wrote an article, quote, if you took the kill shot. I'm just trying to see how, you know, again, I'm not going to get into the overpopulation and why they're giving us the shot and how many millions of people could die because I, you know, it's possible more, more critical. Would it, wouldn't it be if you're left with Parkinson's disease and ALS uh, for your time here on earth? 
Are we really going to lose all our blood vessels? Yeah, the cat's starting to get out of the bag, ladies and gentlemen. And I hope you all are taking vitamin D, quercetin, magnesium. Vitamin A. And if you've had this shot, maybe you should do what this biochemist says and purchase some white pine needles and make an infusion in hot water with some alcohol or fat such as coconut oil or butter. You use the leaves, which are really what? the uh, I tried making it myself. I did order some and tried it the, the other day. The needles. Just chop them up. Let them infuse for a half hour, which I didn't know you had to leave it that long. I thought it was 15 minutes. So let them infuse for about a half hour. And those needles have something called skimic acid and suramin, S-U-R-A-M-I-N. Suramin is something that Dr. Mikovits recommends because uh, it'll break up that lipid coating that hydrogel coating. Sermon has been used in Africa for sleeping sickness, but it's in these white pine bark needles. Okay, so after you let it sit for a half hour, you strain it and press any juice, anything in there with a spoon to extract some juice. And they're recommending you drink a half a glass morning and night to neutralize the spike protein. Now, also, you know, I hopefully you're, you've been a long-time listener and you know my association with Dr. Wong and you're using his zymescence because his zymescence has enzymes that will also destroy the coating. And if you, also, you know, a friend of the show is Professor Peskin, so will the parent essential oils attack the coating of the spike protein. I like that even though people say you should take uh, natto, natto kinase, uh, you take the whole zymescence, the strongest enzyme made in the United States right now. And you keep your, your uh, arteries and veins healthy. You know, I've always recommended vitamin K2 to be taken with the vitamin D. So anyway, if you drink this, this tea solution, this biochemist says your body will get rid of the cells producing spike protein. And remember, if you're vaccinated, you're going to be shedding your spike protein without any scientific evidence right now. I do advise people that have been vaccinated to stay away from pregnant women because pregnant women who have been in contact with vaccinated people have been known to have abortions. And don't forget zinc, ladies and gentlemen. And again, uh, Dr. Wong's Essentials makes a strong zinc product uh, that gets into your system. So what else can you do, right? You should get some sunshine. Go walk on the beach and get grounded. If you live near the sea, go take a jump in the water. Have a good attitude, drink, and stay hydrated with uh, chlorine, fluorine-free water. Try and eat as nutritious as your diet, as your budget allows you. Sleep is a priority. Really important to have regenerative sleep. And we've done programs on that. And take your supplements. Train your brain, you know. Play some brain games. Be passionate about living and try and stay positive. Try it's it's. Uh, I guess after you listen to me today, you you would not think so. But we are we're going to be positive. We're going to be getting through this. Geez, I, I thank everybody that's in the studio. Uh, I sort of uh, get get tied up in my own thoughts as I'm uh, doing these podcasts. And uh, I want to thank everybody that's tuned in. And uh, there's some questions I can't answer that you have here because of my position on this podcast. 
but you can you can judge for yourself whether I, I've been shot or not. All right, one tip. Gosh, it's been 50 minutes. Sorry about that. One tip for the day. Anybody have a good idea when it's best to brush your teeth? Interesting, it's been studied. And the answer is three minutes after each meal is the best time to gargle or brush. Why? Because the bacteria in your mouth begin to break down food residue, which produces a corrosive acid that dissolves tooth enamel, damaging your teeth. So the best time is right after you eat with about three minutes. I'll give you another some another tip before I go. And I've I've done, practiced this my whole life when we had uh, when we used to talk about food combining. When's the best time to eat fruit? You know, fruit is uh, a sugar and it breaks down the carbohydrate, uh, CO two, and water. So if you eat it before a meal, you're going to get bloated. Right or wrong? Not really, because it'll be out of your stomach, but if you wait at least an hour. The best time to eat fruit is an hour before meals. The fruit should be eaten raw. Eating raw food immediately before eating cooked food interrupts the growth of leukocytes, which protect the body's immune system. So you don't want your uh, carbohydrate fruit digesting while you're putting in protein and fat. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone here today. Uh, for listening. I hope I gave you some information, but remember there is hope for the future and we're going to get out of this thing. And I hate to tell you this, but there probably is never going to be found a virus for COVID. Snippets of it, but viruses have about 30,000 base pairs. So they may have part of it. It may be part of the soup that they're analyzing. But I understand in, in Spain, they have a 200,000 euro reward for anybody who can dis- display the full virus. But it is the spike protein that is the toxin. It is the spike protein which they are injecting into human beings and children. It is the experimental injection that they're giving everybody. In the United States, the Drug companies, the big pharmaceutical companies have been given 100% freedom from any liability. But let me tell you something. You know who has not been given any freedom from liability? The people that give you the shot. The people that give you the shot still are liable if you have a reaction. Did they tell you that HIV envelope is part of this? Did they tell you about all the chemicals and the cancer-causing chemicals that are uh, part of this injection? I don't think so. I don't think so. And we're going to follow up as we get more information. We're going to follow up about... uh, the fentanyl factories in Wuhan. I mean, so many things happen in Wuhan. I mean, the 5G, the pollution, 100,000 people a year were dying of pneumonia anyway. It's crazy. All right, so look, let me end with this because there's so much information on there, I don't know when to stop. This is how, this is uh, one of the emails that went to Fauci. It's dated 11th of March, 2020. And it is from Adam Gartner, G-A-E-R-T-N-E-R, in any respect. Hey, hello, Anthony. This is how we the virus was created. Interviron fusion, HIV, Luke AC, ACE2, 500 nanograms of P24, mixed with 1,000 nanograms of P24 of HIV particles incorporated in an envelope, SARS-CoV-S protein, that's a spike protein, or both envelopes with PBS 
at four degrees and it goes on and on and on. Exactly what Mikovitz has said from the beginning. Exactly that there are retroviruses in this vaccine. And she's seen this blueprint before and she predicted all of the side effects and all the cancer that's going to come out of this. Again, this is something that I would pray that she is 100% wrong. I hope. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry I didn't take any of your calls today, but uh, we'll do it on uh, if, you're, if you're around uh, next Saturday. I'll open, I'll just have a question and answer period. But for now, just know that Tony Fauci has a lot of Pinocchios. He's lied a lot, and I'm afraid he may have caused unnecessary deaths by forbidding doctors to use hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin early on. I just had a question that said, uh, you know, what do I do? Well, I take uh, ivermectin every two weeks. And before I get on an airplane, I take a 200 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine. I do that, plus all my supplements. And those of you that know me know that I like ozone and I do do ozone therapy three times a week. So, uh, so Tony Fauci has lied. The vaccine information data is not a lie, but it's three weeks behind and only one to 10% of people report anything. But it looks like with Fauci going down and taking the fall, like Humpty Dumpty, uh, the truth is going to emerge. And we're, my opinion, personal opinion, is that the end game from the beginning was to sell the, sell the so-called vaccine. Now, whether it was done for genocide or not, I, I can't go there. But it was definitely a lot of billionaires made a lot of money. Okay, thank you for listening. Um, I do apologize for not taking any calls, but uh, we're going to have Freddie take us home. Remember, I'm on Alexa, Google, Apple, Stitcher, iHeart, iTunes Radio, uh, Podcasts, Pages, uh, and yes, I am a physician, 61 years out of medical school, private practice, board certified in emergency medicine and family practice, spent some time in the army, running emergency room, spent some time in the burn center down at Brook General. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great weekend. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ryan's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor And if you have a strain Call the doctor And let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week